Internet Traffic Jam, episode 394. Hi, my name is Vince Reed, lead generation expert, speaker, and coach. And if you want to learn how to generate targeted leads for your business using pay-per-click marketing on a mastery level, stay tuned because I'm going to show you how. Welcome to the Battle Zone edition of Internet Traffic Jam. Vince Reed here, and what you're about to listen to is a mastermind that I had with Peter Vogt. Peter has been labeled as the world's leading authority for millennials and entrepreneurs by entrepreneur.com and numerous other publications. He's known for his Game Changers Academy and his book titled Six Months to Six Figures. If you are a person that wants to connect not only with entrepreneurs, but millennials, this interview and mastermind is definitely for you. So sit back and enjoy the one and only Peter Vu. All right. I am live with an individual of a, who I've wanted to connect with for a long time, Mr. Peter Voog. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? I'm excited to be here. I'm blessed to be here, and I'm, I'm fired up as always. Awesome, awesome. I know we've um, had the chance to connect with a lot of people in the same industry, so I've always wanted to connect with you and kind of pick your brain because, you know, there's something that you're doing that I find fascinating, and that's connect, connecting with a lot of millennials and uh, doing some cool stuff. So we're gonna definitely uh, dig into that. So for those of you who are new watching Internet Traffic Jam, uh, the Battle Mastermind Edition, you guys are just flies on the wall and it's just Peter and myself just talking about business getting better. All right, so with that being said, Peter, I have to let you know that um, this is the Battle Mastermind. So sometimes it gets a little rough in here. I'm not holding anything back. So I don't expect you to do that either. I would expect you not to hold anything back. <laughs> All right, cool. So tell us the quick Cliff Notes version of your story. Like, you know, how, how did you get to be so cool? and um, you know, do the things you've been able to do at such a young age. Yeah. So for me, I started when I was 15. I was a pretty, pretty wild kid and, and didn't fit in with school well and always felt like I was in a box. So entrepreneurship saved my life. So I started when I was 15. My breakthrough moment, uh, Vince, was really when I was selling, I started selling things on eBay. So I would buy shoes and sell them for more. I'd buy Jordans, I'd buy Lacoste shirts, I'd buy in bulk. I hired a team, I hired my friends. But my dad had a construction company and I was working construction. I couldn't stand it. And all my friends would work for him. And, and I always was trying to get out of the hard labor. So my friends would make six, seven bucks an hour. And the breakthrough was my friend was working all day long, eight hours. I told my dad I had something else to do. I was checking my eBay and he had worked eight hours at six or seven bucks an hour. He had made $63 that day. I checked one pair of my shoes. I had made $91. So I had made $91 at 15 years old with one transaction with no hard labor. And he had worked all day making $60. So that was when the light bulb came. Like I could do something with my brain and leverage my, my skills and not have to trade time for money or work hard labor. That was the breakthrough moment for me. And people have to realize I got paid for the courage to think differently and take risks. But that was where it all started was I had an eBay business. And then I got into direct sales, was able to um, kind of develop my discipline and, and time management and self-reliability in direct sales. I was able to work my way up to a, a sales executive and was able to run a team. And from there, I, I, I kind of continued to build, but it still wasn't my company. I didn't own it. And I felt my mission growing. So I was making it cool. And obviously I'm skipping a lot of little details in the midst of that. I thought I knew everything and I had Superman syndrome and I went dead broke. So I went broke. I was frustrated, discouraged. And I went from broke to six figures, which, which is where my book six months to six figures came from. Um, but it was from leveling up my circle of influence, gaining clarity, but I had worked my way up to about 365,000 income at 23, 24 years old, continued to grow. I had my team delegated. I had an amazing sales team, 13 or 14 employees, but I still felt like my mission was growing. So people say I'm crazy to leave 
a steady direct sales job when I'm making 350,000 at 23, but it wasn't about the money. I, I wasn't progressing. I didn't own the company. I, I still had people controlling what I was doing in my schedule. So I left and I started my own business. And that's when I started Real VIP Success and the Game Changers Academy and continued to grow from there. So I don't see myself as anything special, to be honest. I'm just, I'm a small town kid from a town of 6,000 people that had a lot of ambition and a lot of things bottled up and entrepreneurship was my outlet. And when I finally got was able to uh, interact with different entrepreneurs and impact people and, and really inspire people, that's when it all grew. And I felt like there was a lot of uh, uh, myths in the game. I felt like there was a lot of people with, with BS and, and these theories that didn't work. I would invest in every program and they didn't work for me. So I had to create my own lane. And that's kind of where it started, man. So, so awesome, I'm just man. a diehard entrepreneur. It's funny, man. Sometimes, you know, I, I run a lot of ads and I'll, I'll tell my story and people go, it's always the same story. You went broke and then we've heard it before. Yeah, I'm like, dude, maybe there's something that happens. Where else does the hunger come from? Exactly. Because that's my story. And it's so similar, man. It's, it's so true. And I'm like, you know, maybe there's something that happens when your back hits the wall and you got, 100%. you have nowhere to turn. So I have, so awesome. I have chills thinking about that, but yeah. let's, let's dive into that because people want everything given to them. Good luck finding any hunger in kids that have had everything given. Every single ounce of my hunger comes when I had nothing and I was broke and I had no choices. I felt like I let my family down. I was frustrated. I will never go back to that state. If that didn't happen to me, I don't know if I'd be as hungry as I am now. So I want people to know, of course, that's the story of all the achievers because where else would they get their hunger from? So you got your hunger. How did it feel to be broke? How did it feel to have no choices, no money? Man, put it this way, man. First of all, it feels terrible. It's a horrible feeling. And it's actually honestly scary. You know, a lot of times people are afraid to take that next step in terms of being an entrepreneur. But once you do that and you look back to the things you used to do, to me, that scares the crap out of me, doing 100%. the things that I used to do. So anyways, let's dive into this mastermind, my friend. I'm excited. So, you know, you've done so many things. You know, you've interviewed some of the best entrepreneurs and business owners in the world. Um, you're connecting with movers and shakers. As you know, you're, you're the average of the five people you, you, you surround yourself with. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, the shift to really focusing in on millennials in your business. Because if I'm a business and I'm old school and I'm, and I'm not thinking about millennials and how I'm going to basically sell my products to them or communicate with them, for you to be focusing on them now, I think it's, it's smart. So was that a conscious decision? Um, is that something, is that how you think about it or is it just something that you just resonated with? Yeah. So everything came from experience for me. I was running a direct sales team and I had a lot of salespeople and they were selling a product. I, I got paid off their results. And almost all of my representatives and salespeople that I had were millennials and 99% of them. And I was in a pretty rough area of, of Seattle, Tacoma, Washington. So at first I didn't like millennials. I was a millennial. I still am, but I was like, ah, oh, they're lazy. They're this. But I realized that if you hit their hot buttons and if you really believe in them and give them the right guidance, they will break records and do things you would not even imagine. But so many people downplay millennials because they focus on the lazy ones. Every generation has lazy people. What, what do you mean millennials are lazy? They're the millennials are the ones that have changed the game. So if you look at Uber, if you look at Facebook, if you look at Snapchat, Instagram, all of them are created by millennials, right? So I, I just, I built my sales team around millennials. We broke almost every single record of my company. I had so many 19 and 20 year olds making six figure incomes and they were from the roughest area of my town. No one else believed in them. I came in and believed in them even before they believed in themselves and they, they were able to shock me. So I know if you 
push millennials hot buttons. If you actually believe in them and you give them flexibility, you create them, you give them a purpose, connect them to something bigger than themselves, they will ride or die for you and go extra mile for you, but their BS meter is so high, they can't work for someone who's fake. And 98% of the people I see out there building businesses, I don't wanna say fake, but they have ulterior motives. So I had to really dig deep to figure out who I was and I had to know myself and then once you know yourself and what's most important to you, that's when you can attract the A players. So I don't think there's any other generation that's going to change the game other than millennials. And I have even Tony Robbins team. I have a lot of people reach out to me and say, hey, I want to connect more with millennials. They're not resonating with me. And I say it's because I could, they could see through your BS, to be honest. So I just think they're the future. And I was able to train them and was able to do nine or $10 million in sales with millennials. I was able to succeed as a millennial myself and a CLM one. That's why I've dialed in and focused so much on millennials. People call them lazy. I call them selective, right? People well, call a, them, let's go ahead. I was going to say, there's a lot of people that are old and lazy. So exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I get that some millennials are lazy, but where do you think they got it from? A lot of our parents were saying you could do anything, but they didn't give us the real roadmap or challenge us. So of course we're going to have some lazy ones. They're very selective and they'd rather take a job that has purpose and attention than make more money with a job they hate. So they're very purposeful, but it's very hard to motivate and manage them if you don't know how or don't know how to really hit their hot buttons. So that's why I see a lot of old school CEOs talking down to millennials because they can't motivate them or get them to do what they wanted. They're not followers. They're not sheep like a lot of generations. I love it. I love it. So let's shift gears a little bit. Um, I got a, a question for you. So, you know, tell, tell everyone like some of the individuals you've interviewed. I know you've interviewed some amazing entrepreneurs and I'm curious, what are some of the best lessons that you've learned? Maybe something specific from, let's just say two of the people that you've interviewed. Ooh, I know you've interviewed so many. I know, and I know because we do the same thing. We interview a lot of people and yeah. I can say something about every one of them, but is there anything that kind of stands out? hundred percent. Of course. Yeah. I, I've studied multimillionaires for the last 10 years. I'm good friends with Ryan Blair, who sold a company for 800 million. I've interviewed Ryan Blair, Ariana Huffington, um, Tim Grover, Michael Jordan's trainer, uh, Marie Forleo. I've interviewed um, Tim Ferriss. I've interviewed uh, Randall Pitch, CEO of Live Fit. I've interviewed Brian Tracy. I've in, I mean, I've interviewed a lot of people. I mean, Gerard Adams, founder of Elite Daily, um, a lot of powerful people. And people that really I look up to and respect, Grant Cardone five or six times, Eric Thomas, um, Gary Vaynerchuk. So you, you na if you name them and they're doing big things, I've tried to interview them as well. Um, but one of the biggest things I've learned from, from seven and eight figure earners is they're always in their own reality. This is not a tip people talk about. They're so focused on being in their own world, they don't even pay attention to society. And they're doing the opposite of most people. So it's Friday at 6.30, oh, it's time to go out. No, they don't care what day or time it is. If they want to get a result, they'll get a result. And if it's Sunday night, most people take Sundays off. They are, they're so oblivious and irrelevant to what society does. It's inspiring to me. So almost everyone I've talked to, whether it's a Grant Cardone or a Ryan Blair, they, they live and they create their own reality based on what they want, not what others expect of them. And that's so inspiring. So for me, I've always tried to be in my own reality. And I've never let someone else affect my standards or my actions or my attitude as well. So I think they don't live by normal days of the week. They do what they want, when they want, and they're so, uh, they have such bulletproof mental toughness on what they believe that no one can affect them. A lot of people are, are so easily affected and they let their confidence waver based on opinions. The, the people I've 
uh, interview that are over the 100 million mark. And obviously, if you want to get to seven figures and you study people making eight or nine figures, you'll get the six and seven figures faster, right? If you want to be a millionaire, study billionaires, you'll get there quicker. So for me, that was very inspiring where they could have an idea, Vince, and they could tell 50 people and every single person they know could say, that's a horrible idea. They'll say, yeah, hmm, okay, sounds good. And they'll, it will not even affect their mental stamina or mental toughness 1%. It's unbelievable to me how mentally tough they are. So that's, I think that's a breakthrough number one. And that goes along with they take very few opinions. So they're very focused on mastery versus overload, where if they want a specific result, a lot of them are very, very uh, philosophy and value-based. So if they want a specific result, they're only studying relevant information that is connected to that vision and, and their end result. They're very clear on exactly what they want. They know why they want what they want, but they have extremely compelling reasons that are layered on reasons that are layered on reasons that are very compelling. So I tell people, if, you, if you're not waking up at four or five in the morning, fired up and excited, you don't have strong enough reasons. And you're just kind of going with the flow. And if you go with the flow, you're going to eventually drown. So I see a lot of people that are just so in their own world and they're focused on mastery events where they don't read a bunch of books. They don't go to a bunch of seminars. They'll choose one or two books to master. They'll go to one seminar that's relevant and they'll forget everything else. So I see a lot of young entrepreneurs and tell me if you see this, they're so obsessed with information that they don't execute. They're so obsessed with personal growth. They have this grass is greener mentality where it's like, I'm going to study another book and another book. And instead of executing what they've already learned, they trick themselves and say, you know, I need to study more. No, you don't. Stop listening to every podcast. Stop watching every YouTube video and execute what is most relevant to your vision. And that's what I see a lot of millionaires and billionaires doing is they're so intentional and so purposeful. It's unbelievable. Man, I couldn't agree with you more. Fire, my friend. Killing them right now. All right. So with that being said, you're up. You got a question for me. How can I help you? So same question, but let's rephrase it. So, and you can't say my answers. Okay. You've interviewed a lot of game changers, a lot of people that are at the seven figure mark. What do you think the number one difference between six and seven figure earners is? Why do a lot of people, I know a lot of people in my academy, a lot of people I've coached, they're just stuck at six figures and they cannot get the seven. And for me, six figures was hard and seven was actually easier because I had the right mentorship. But what do you think the big difference is? Why are people held back from seven figures? All right, well, I'm going to make sure I give a different answer than you. Um, and I'm going to keep it focused on kind of what I love to do, which is marketing and traffic. So Perfect. from a marketing perspective, I think the difference in terms of the seven figures and why seven figure earners and why they're able to scale, a couple of things. Number one, they have more focus on depth versus width. So, you know, where someone coming in, they're trying to market and advertise and be someone that they're not, and they're trying to reach everyone. What I found is the people that know how to scale is they focus on depth. So for example, it would be, you know, if you see a piece of my content, then what are they going to, what is that individual going to see next? So they invest and they spend their money on depth. So an easy example for someone listening, like, what does he mean by depth? Let's say you, you drive traffic to a capture page and you get a lead, the person opts in. Okay. I've found that the person that did that is spending just as much revenue on advertising to the leads as they were trying to get new leads. That's one example of something tangible that I see they, they do. So they focus on depth. The other thing that I would um, say that people do in terms of just marketing in general is they're just clear cut on what it is that they're trying to do. Like, so I think a lot of people when they get started, let me see, I think I lost you for a second. I'm back. I think a lot of things, things that people do when they get started is they're trying to be everything to everyone instead of being everything to someone. 
right? So, you know, for me, I stay in my lane. I teach marketing. I teach lead generation. That's what I'm going to, if you want to learn that, that's what you would come to me for, right? And, you know, I think that a lot of people, they're trying to just do too much. They don't know what they want to do. So I would tell you, the, like you said, and a lot of it is because of what you were saying, reading too much stuff, going to too many things, listening to many, too many people, so they're all over the place. I was very blessed to find like two mentors that I followed when I got started. And one was a marketing mentor and one was more personal development. So they had different skill sets and I was able to take what they said and simply run with it. Now, obviously that doesn't mean stick with just those individuals, but I was extremely focused on what it is that I had to do. So again, these, what I'm sharing with you are just simply marketing um, ideas that I've seen that are the difference between seven figure earners and six figure earners or people that are struggling. They just have extreme focus on depth and they're extremely focused on what it is they want to do. And they're committed to making sure that their audience knows that they're the best in the world at that thing. You're, so. I mean, I, I don't, I want people to understand and conceptualize that because I've made both mistakes where you think you want to help everybody. You're going to be nothing to nobody. And the reality is what you're saying with depth too is clearly articulating your target audience's fears, frustrations, problems, ambitions, and marketing to that. And you want, I think ha having a polarizing point of view is going to attract the, the right people at such a deep level and it'll disattract and disengage 50% of your audience. I think people are afraid to lose the 50%. When you get to the seven figure mark, you don't want everybody, right? right. You, you exactly. want like this, the people that you can help the most and they see you as a micro celebrity in that space. I think a big game changer for me too was positioning myself as the expert. I had a conversation with Vaynerchuk like, like in 2012 or 13 when I was kind of starting up on the online world and he was talking about how you want to be positioned so you don't have to always be selling and stuff like that, where if you're positioned the right way, if your marketing is right and you really are articulating people's fears and problems in a way that is better than everybody else, people will come to you versus you chasing people. You, you can be more selective with who you hire. You won't have to exactly. spend hundreds of thousands on marketing, although it's good to spend money on marketing. We do, but you can attract your ideal customer. So for me, I've tried to position myself in the industry with my book, with my podcast, with my YouTube stuff. We're reaching a couple million people a month now um, because I've given so much valuable content catered to a specific niche that they're coming to me now. We don't Absolutely. do a lot of marketing with the academy and we have people coming every single day. So I think that kind of hits hard with what you're saying because I see a lot of six-figure earners. They don't know how to tell me who their target audience is. They're like, oh, entrepreneurs. No, right. no not entrepreneurs. Who, what kind of entrepreneurs? What's the age? What's the demographic? Who's your avatar? So that's, that's a game changer, man. I think that's huge. So what do you yes. tell someone that's newer? Do you have any powerful questions to ask them on how to figure out their ideal target market? Absolutely. Like, you know, you walk one, of, one of my mentors always talks about knowing your numbers. So if you don't understand your numbers, you're not going to be very successful. You're not going to take your business from seven to eight figures. All right. So the questions that you want, well, first off, just backing up a little bit there's there's kpis right your key performance indicators like what are the things that you're focusing on each and every day right so focus on knowing your numbers like in my case who am i targeting how many clicks am i getting to a specific page um what what is the conversion rate on that page and then obviously what's the the sales percentage or what is the per, what is the percentage of individuals buying the product on the next page if you just know those numbers okay and you are targeting the right people so for example you're driving to the desert, you see someone walking on the side of the road and they're dying of thirst and you want to sell them an ice cold water, what's the chance that they have money in the pocket they're going to buy it from you? 
slim, they're going to buy it, right? It's going to take a second. They're going to be buying that water. Same thing with your advertising. If your advertising is set up that way from the very beginning, and you know those numbers, those KPIs that I just mentioned, you can spend a million dollars. It doesn't matter what you spend because it's gonna, the numbers are going to work as long as you're focusing in on those. It comes back. Yep. It all, it's going to come back to you. So I don't know if that answered your question. Or did 100%. People okay, just so, need to understand the importance. And a lot of people, here's their excuse. I'm not a numbers guy. Well, hire somebody right. that's a numbers guy. No, I'll be very blunt. I have a guy, my business partner, knows every case. It's, it's, it's unbelievable how monomaniacal he is as far as like the numbers. I, I can get traffic based on my influence. I can fill up a webinar from all my social media with 2,000 people. So I can, I can bring influence. He tracks everything. So tell people, you don't have to track everything. You can hire you or your team or hire people to track that. But the worst thing is to be Superman and think you have to do everything yourself. You'll never get the seven figures doing everything yourself. Another big key that I've learned from seven figure earners, Vince, is, is they, they know how to build a team and they know how to hire people that are amazing at what they're weak at. They're only focused on their unique area of genius. They're focused on who they are. They know who they're not and exactly who they need to leverage their expertise and complement their weaknesses. So the biggest breakthrough I've had personally in the last couple of years is just knowing myself, knowing what my strengths are, knowing what uh, my unique area of genius is, and then delegating and strategically hiring out people that are amazing and love doing things that I don't like doing. It's such a, and you've done the same thing, I'm guessing. Yeah, absolutely, a, man. I mean, I think that you're a media company. I mean, you're building your audience. It's classic attraction marketing. You know, it's the reason we're connecting. And you know yeah. what they say, real recognize real. <laughs> you know, like it's one of those things like I want to connect. And one of the reasons I did this was to have these kinds of moments. I actually learned more from these interviews. Hope, well, I hope people learn more, but I'll do these because I learn from them. Mm-hmm. Don't think that I'm just on here just with all the answers. And that's what makes us great. And I like to associate with people. So let me do this. Let me, um, let me go through these notes. And before, actually, before I do that, I want to talk to you about, we might run a little longer than normal. Because I had a question for you. So, you know, you've got, you know, your Game Changers Academy. You've written a book, Six, uh, six Months to Six Figures. Tell people where they can um, actually gain access to that. Where could they get that information? And tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so they can learn more about the Game Changers Academy at GameChangersMovement.com. We just wanted to create a, a, a networking community that is so powerful for people that are, that are proven that really want to become game changers. So they get all the resources, guidance, network they need. And we have millionaire guest speakers come in and mastermind with them to really level up their, their success, their mindset, their income, their influence, their peace of mind. So they can check it out at gamechangersmovement.com. My book is kind of like a blueprint. Um, my, my book, Six Months to Six Figures, is kind of like a blueprint on how to go from broke to six figures and how to have the best six months of your life in a very tactical way. I did not think it was going to do as well as it's done. It's, it, it's a blessing to me. It's amazing. But how it came, and I think everyone has a book in the mints, is I just, I had so much information that I, that I used myself to go from broke and struggling to six figures and seven that it was inside me and I could not sleep because I wanted to get it out. So I did not write this book at all to make money. I wrote it to give people a proven roadmap because there's so much fluff and BS out there. And this is just on Amazon. So they can awesome. check out the book on Amazon. It's on Audible as well, but it's, it's close to 300,000 copies we've sold now, which is just- Wow, man. Congrats. It's like, awesome. it's like nuts. And I want to commend you as well for, for being who you are and being a real entrepreneur, giving real value. We, uh, I don't do many podcasts, not in a cocky way. It's just 98% of podcasts promote certain things and they don't follow through. They don't have the influence they say. They haven't interviewed the real people. They haven't put, done the research. 
we researched yours and instantly I was like, yeah, I'm excited to do this podcast. Yeah, so we, we research, it's funny how online you can research people, but you're definitely the real deal as well. So I was excited to do this podcast with you and we turned down the last like 15. So, oh um, man, look at you, yeah. firing me up. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. Sure, man. And, and vice versa, vice versa. I've watched your stuff for a long time. I am, if I can get my camera to stop going out, I am a, um, a YouTube junkie. So anybody's talking mm -hmm. about anything entrepreneur, I check everyone out. And I don't watch that much TV, but late at night, I find myself falling asleep, just getting lost in different videos. So I've stumbled on your stuff for a while. So here's a funny marketing question. Is there any video that stood out the most to you the last like year, to, the one that you resonated with the most? Do you, you remember any specific? You know, um, I think I saw the Cardone interview. That was cool. I think I saw the Ty interview, the Ty Lopez interview. But really what got me was, you know, because I'm constantly in different ads managers accounts running ads, I stumbled onto your latest ad that I saw with you and Mark, who was a friend of mine um, oh, yeah, yeah. on the show as well. Um, so that's what I was like, man, and it was weird right before you were going to come on. So I was like, it's just perfect timing. It's just how the awesome. world works, you know? So I can't wait to connect. Where, where actually do you live? I, don't, I didn't even ask you that. Uh, you? Outside of San Diego. Okay, cool. So we're right around. Next. We got to catch up. I'm in Orange County. So wow, yeah, you're, I'm always in LA too. Yeah, man, so that, we'll do that after the show. So we'll catch up on that. But cool, let me go through your notes because there's some, there's some powerful stuff here. Cool part about um, Peter, he started at 15 years old. So for all of you young guys and gals out there, it's never too early to get started. Started off, uh, you know, selling shoes on eBay. And um, he had an epiphany one day when he literally realized that he was selling more and generated more money in a day than his, than his dad did at work which I think is really powerful how those little things can trigger different movements in your life. Um, you got into the direct sales industry, which is where I kind of got started as well. Wow. And you made some money, you went broke. And like every strong entrepreneur, you picked yourself back up again and uh, went on to, to build a multiple six figure business, started the Game Changer Academy and uh, wrote, his, wrote his book, which has sold over 300,000 copies, which is amazing. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, this is why I asked you. I asked you a question specifically about millennials. And you said one, something that was interesting. So any of you that are, are thinking that you can't target them, one, you've made a lot of money selling products to them, so they do have money, because I know some people think that they don't have money, so you shouldn't reach out to them. And number two, which I thought was the biggest thing, was if you hit their hot buttons, they basically will run through a wall for you. You didn't quite say that, but that's what I took from it. Um, and you said something interesting. And I think this is really not, I don't even know if this is a millennial thing. This is a today internet thing, but millennials have a high BS meter. And I think a lot of people today are starting to have a high BS meter. So you better be the real deal. I mean, you've interviewed some amazing entrepreneurs, Ryan Blair, Arianna Huffington, uh, Marie Forleo, Brian Tracy, Grant Cardone, Eric, Thomas, so many people. So I asked you, what are some of the things you learned from them? And you said they had extreme focus. They focused on their own reality. They didn't pay too much attention to other people's opinions. Um, they focused basically on their own society. And, and they live in their own reality, which was really important. Something that I agree with you, I can't agree with you more, is they have an extreme mental toughness. Um, mental toughness is on next, on, is next level. Uh, let's see. So you said something really cool. You said, if you want to be a millionaire, study billionaires. I agree. One of my favorite things to do is to watch billionaire documentaries. Love them. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, focus on mastery. Right? Really important. Focus on mas mastery, and they execute. They're not sitting there watching everything, thinking they needed the next course, the next course. They execute. Um, something that you did that I think people should really pay attention to, and it's something that I have a conscious effort on and I focus on from a traffic perspective, is positioning yourself as the expert. 
so important. Attraction marketing, very, very important. Um, and uh, let's see, smart, successful seven-figure earners, they build a team and they hire people who basically enhance their weaknesses. All right, so make sure you do that. How'd I do? Well, my notes all right? Amazing, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think this is something that I, I need to do more on, on certain things I do. Podcasts is recapping because I think it gives people a lot of clarity on what to take action on. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I like that. It's awesome. And I, and I always like to do it because it's kind of a joke. I do it on, at the end of every one. I say, if I would have taken notes like this, I might have been a decent student. <laughs> and then, you know, a lot you don't of want to study the Pythagorean theorem. That's not going to help you. And you know what? A lot of people end up saying, well, if you took notes like that in school, you might not be here where you are today. So I'm like, you know what? You're right. 100%. So, with that being said, man, I truly appreciate you for being on. I know that we're neighbors, so we got to connect and yeah, uh, sure. do all that good stuff. Um, where can people connect with you outside of obviously your book and, um, you know, your, your product? Where can yeah, they I'm pretty you? active on, I mean, my favorite is Instagram right now. I'm active. I love it. I engage with people. So it's Peter J. Voog, at Peter J. Voog, V-O-O-G-D. Um, and then uh, Facebook as well. And, and the Game Changer, my website's peterjvoog.com. They can learn all about my book and my podcast. My, my, I focus on giving, I try to give better free content than most paid thousands for. So I'm always giving away free content. You, I'm everywhere. I'm on YouTube. Uh, Peter, I mean, it's Ambition 23, but Peter Boog. So if, if they want to find me, Vince, they'll find me. You know what I mean? But if they say they're from this podcast and need some help, have them reach out. I'd love to connect with them just if they're your audience. I know you said you have some ambitious people that listen to your stuff. So uh, yeah, my pleasure, man. And, and I'll tell people this. I try to end with something, uh, a perspective shifter. I just see, I think the number one thing that I've seen that hold people back and tell me if you've seen this is no one ever tells themselves right now matters. They're always waiting for like the stars to align perfectly for the perfect time. And entrepreneurship is messy. There's no perfect time. And if you wait, good luck in this new economy. Most people spend the first half of their life saying they're too young. And then the second half saying they're too old. So don't be like most people right now matters. Like this second, right after this podcast, what are you going to do? What action are you going to take? to put yourself in a better position tomorrow because if you seize today, tomorrow takes care of itself. And I, I hope I've challenged people to really level up their thinking and their game because I'll tell you, man, age is irrelevant, experience is irrelevant. It's about networking and it's about what you do now. I know 15 year olds on track to make a million dollars and broke 40 year olds. And they say, I have 30 years of experience, 20 years of experience. No, you don't. You have one year repeated 20 times because you do the same thing every year. So I just challenge people. It's like, it doesn't matter where you're from, what your age is. If you tell yourself right now matters, you listen to Vince, you listen to this podcast, you listen to what we're saying, you could be a game changer and you really could rise above the noise. But we, we can have all the faith in you we want. It's not about that. You have to bet on yourself. You do that, you're going to really do some big things and rise above the noise. So, so I'm passionate, powerful, man. Guys. I, I love what see, I do. You can see why you need to follow Peter, guys. Make sure you check out his podcast, follow him on social media, get his book, do all that good stuff. And uh, guess what, my friend? You made it through the Battle Mastermind. Love it. I had a great time. I had an amazing time as well. And guys, make sure you guys comment, like, share, do all that good stuff. Share it with someone that you love. And until next time, see you on the internet. Later. Hey, what's going on? Vince Reed here. I know you got a ton of value from the content that I just shared with you, but I want to let you know that I have an additional bonus for you. How would you like to learn how to generate 2,100 quality leads for your business in less than 90 days and four lead generation and marketing strategies that you can use to actually get them? If so, go ahead and click on the link in the description of this video or visit ventreed.com forward slash win. I'll see you there.